Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign, Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. And Stonky as well, or at least last we left our adventurers, the three custodial members that they ran into were adamant to murder the Jank Squad in the name of Stonky. Who is or what is Stonky? They don't know, but they currently have a custodial member tied up in their custody unconscious and ready to be questioned. So inside of one of the water deep statues um, on this main floor here in front of these staircases leading upward and onward, we come to the Jenk Squad as they contemplate what to do with this custodian. So, Jenk Squad. Um, do you both want to do good constable, bad constable? And I will check out this this kind of assortment over here, pointing to the deck and the picture that was referenced last time. Um, sure. Uh, Fleeple, do you want to be bad constable this time since, um, he saw you murder his teammates here? Oh, well, that would make me... Yes, that actually would make me a bad constable because constables aren't supposed to perform murders just straight up, so yes, I did that's what kind I of meant. step beyond the law in that instance. Yes, I'll be the bad constable. Great. So, yeah, I'll leave it to them, and I'll go inspect. Okay, we'll do um, good constable, bad constable first. So, one of you will rouse this unconscious individual. Mal will rouse him. And this is the half-elf alpaca macadamia nuts. And you rouse this individual, and they go, <laughs> You, no, you... You will never, you will never stop us, Stonky. He will fulfill our dreams. He will fulfill our destiny here. Hey, hey, buddy, how is it going? I'm going to start rubbing his shoulders. There's the <laughs> Lego movie, Constable. Hey, buddy. And Mal just looks at him. I thought you were the bad oh. constable. <laughs> I, I, I am the bad constable. I'm the one who's doing the he bad job bad constable. being a constable. Oh, yeah. Mal sighs and rubs, rubs her tongue across her tusks and makes a mental note to explain what good constable and bad constable means to people. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you've had a really rough time there, pal. Is there any... What's... Oh, we've been terribly unkind to you. What is Stonky going to do to us? In the middle of Fleeple talking, Mao will reach forward and grab the front of his shirt and pull him close to her face and just breathe the like the most putrid breath she could like the most halitosis inducing orc breath. <sighs> she goes <coughs> Who's Stonky? Stonky is our leader. We follow him to the ends of the earth and beyond. We are bound to Stonky and he to us. He has the vision. He has the drive and we are his, uh, we are his pawns to bring it forth for we will be remembered. Is Stonky here? 
Stonky is everywhere. He is with us. The members of the livestock bring to pass Stonky's will and drive. I, alpaca macadamia nut, will follow him until my dying breath. And this person spits in your face. That sounds pretty great, if you ask me. How do I become a follower of Stonky? Do I go upstairs? <laughs> you can't follow Stonky. You don't have the crest. You don't have the badge. Your honor, you working with Buron, your honor is tainted with that association. I walk over to the rock gnome, and I pull the crest off of the rock gnome and put it on myself. There we go. What do I need to do? Oh, you think it's as easy as that? You have to etch the crest into your heart. And this this is a fanatic. If it's not clear, I'm stating it. This is a fanatic here. And they are crazy in, in their fanaticism to Stonky, to Crest, their Crest, whatever. But Mal, you had a question for them. What do you have against Bruon? I thought he was a member of your order. Oh, Bruon. He betrayed us. He stole... <clears throat> well, he is no longer welcome amongst our ranks. Mal shakes him hard once. <gasps> so he gets a little bit of whiplash. Stole what? Uh, roll and roll intimidation check. Because he did start to let something slip there. Perhaps his tongue could be loosened. Uh, no, 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 19. Ooh, as you give them the whiplash with their in their injured state, they uh, it definitely hurts them, and it seems that they're even more injured, and they, uh, they uh, reach up to their neck. Uh, he stole our plans. He stole our diagrams. No matter, though, for Stonky knows all. He has them memorized. We have begun what Buron could not hope to stop. And this alpaca macadamia nut is grinning and smiling towards you. You think to beat the information out of me, but you'll have to beat me down before I reveal anything else to you. She gives him another good hard shake. And spits on you again. Giving him a hard shake. I'm going to roll a percentile dice for that because they are very weak. Mm. You shook him to death. <laughs> All right, you're good. When he looks down, he notices that I am just finishing with my sickle, cutting the insignia out of the front of his tunic. <laughs> what? No, no, stop it. Stop. And tries to like lunge at you. And Mal, I imagine you restrain him and hold him back while he's doing that. You dare, you dare defile my uniform, my armor. I hold it uh, in my hand and I look at it and I just go, being the bad constable is terribly unfun. And I just cast Produce Flame on it in my hand. You monster! You both are monsters! Uh. Mal sighs again. Is there anything you want to try to pry from him, Fleeple, with that? Or is or is that just, uh, you just setting the mood with that action? Uh, I set the mood with that and then I take the tunic that I'm wearing and I produce flame in one hand and start moving it towards the tunic, particularly towards that crest and say, oh, if only I knew more about Stonky, then maybe I could hold myself back from doing this terrible thing. <laughs> Go and roll a persuasion check or intimidation, whichever one you prefer. 
Yeah, any chance I can get advantage for my uh, awesome <laughs> maneuver here? Your awesome, self-described awesome maneuver. <laughs> they did specify how they have the crest etched on their hearts, and so you've, you've cut pretty close. I will allow advantage. Booyah! That's a modded 20 for intimidation. Hey. Yeah! Ooh! And so what did you ask specifically? Uh, if only I knew more about Stonky, then maybe I could prevent myself from doing this terrible deed. <laughs> This individual starts to weep. <laughs> Stonky just wished us, wished us to take our rightful place in this world. We've been overlooked, overshadowed, overcast, taken advantage of. Nobody treated us seriously, but Stonky knew he could see. He was our leader, is our leader, into the great beyond. You mean as custodians? Nobody is taking you seriously? Nobody is appreciating you? Correct! Nobody! They don't even look at us. We are but shadows. We are mist in their eyes. We are but amongst the debris that we are sweeping into the gutter. Well, I don't know what you're doing wrong, but all of the guards absolutely love Mr. Sternmetal. They think he's the bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> Mel rolls her eyes at the rhetoric and stands up with him to her full height. So he's now off the ground just to have more, a better, maybe focus. <laughs> Trying to get him out of this rhetoric, just changing the, the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Trying to shake him, change the change the landscape, whatever, right? Uh, what are the diagrams that Buran stole? <laughs> and at this, um... Despite the persuasion, despite uh, it seems that alpaca macadamia nut is not willing to give more information than this. And they just say, do with me what you will. I will be remembered as a member of the livestock. Do what we will with you. Okay. I pull out the, the book deconstruction and I smack him across the face with it. And then I kind of fan myself with it a little bit just to show off the fact that I have this book. Great. We're going to pause here. And Lance, you wanted to go investigate? Yes. There's. You said because in this chamber there's a desk or a table and, like, this painting of this, of this like, menagerie almost or something. Yes, yes. So there are a few things to investigate or perceive here. There is um, this table... Uh, has etched into it a bunch of farm animals, as I described previously, a very nice chair, uh, green carpet on the wall uh, behind the chair that is are the stairs going upwards to a new room. Um, and you could go up those stairs if you'd like. But the, uh, other than that, there are just bookshelves with books that are um, behind glass, and the glass is not very loose. They're, they each have latches that um, as you go and you try to pull one, you have to securely unlatch it and then secure it back in. And it's obvious the earthquake didn't knock any of these books out of their out of their shelving or even like tossled them or dropped them down. Everything was very securely tied down in this room specifically. 
if there's something specific you want to look at, I'll let you roll an investigation. But if not, I'll, I'll allow you to roll a perception just in the room generally to see if you can um, start to pick some things out. We'll do that. We'll just do perception first. That is, nope, not going to be good. That's a five or a six. Ooh, okay. Sounds good. So yeah, you're looking generally around here and with a six, not a lot that you can gather, but that's mainly due to the fanaticism of the interrogation that's going on. And it is quite distracting. You're like, what in Bahamut's name is, what is this? Um, so unfortunately you're not able to pull anything else um, from just generally the room. So I'll allow you to do one more thing if you have something else in mind. You said there's stairs going... How big are the stairs going up to the next room? Like how long, I should say, distance? So yeah, they're just normal stairs. Um, the ceiling of this room is only 10 feet, and the stair goes be, stairs go beyond that. Um, and so it really will have to... You just would have to start walking to see how far it would take you to get to the next room. I don't want to go to the next room without the rest of the party, I think. So last thing I'll do then is I'm going to unlatch one of the bookshelves, open it up and start perusing the spines of the book, seeing if I can see titles. If there's no titles, I can even pull one out. Yes, so as you can see uh, very clearly with this uh, action, you are able to identify that they're all in alphabetical order. So right from uh, the beginning one, which is an adventurer's advert is the first title um to the to the b's and to the c's and moving so on and so forth however there is an interesting every single spot is filled with a book except for one spot and that is in the k section no d section sorry and as you're doing as you're thinking about it logically you're like okay d e d e and that's where the book would go and does it seem like it's pretty much like the size of the square book, the odd square book that we have found? Yeah, it's it's it doesn't. There's not dust that's been built up here, so it seems like this book was recently removed. And go ahead and roll me an investigation check now. All right, man, I'm just rolling bad tonight. Um, I mean this will be okay, but it won't be great. It's a fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you definitely can gather from the wear of the books around it that it was a square book, very similar to the deconstruction book that you discovered earlier. But what's also interesting here is um, you notice that as you're just perusing one of these books around this area, you go, wait a minute, this book doesn't look real. And as you go to touch it, it's a false book. What do you mean a false book? Like my hand goes through it? No, it's it's a physical object, but it it's it's hollow. You tap, 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 and it and it's hollow there. I will pull it out. As you pull it, it tips down, but you can't pull it away from the wall. And as you do, you hear a mechanical thud. And as you let go of the book, it snaps back into place, and part of the bookshelf grinds and falls down slightly and starts to slide into the wall itself, revealing a staircase going down. Interesting. This uh, contraption was similar to uh, the underground library that Mal found getting into the demon section. Um, just that same mechanic of 
uh, sliding to reveal. Well, then I'm not going to tell anybody, and I'll just go. I'm sure. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no. Got her. And as this happens, this is right when, um, Fleeple, you start to, like, fan yourself with deconstruction, and you you all, your attention is drawn to the... And Alpaca Macadamia now goes, No, no, get away! Get away from there! And the, the way opens, and he goes, Oh! And it, he looks defeated. I mean... And Lance will just turn, kind of, and be like, I mean, you should... You should probably tell us the rest because, you know, we're kind of already getting there already. I will just state for you guys, he is tight-lipped. He is... He is beaten. He knows he's beaten. And he is um, unwilling to cooperate further. And so any further prodding just results in silence from him. Mal will drop him to the ground and with a punch across the face, knock him back out. Okay. Knocked out cold. Wait, so I'm confused. Was, was she the bad constable or were you the bad constable? I don't... Well, I was the bad constable at the beginning, but I had such... I, I need to do a good job at being good at my job, you know? So I decided to be the good constable at the end there. Flipple, tonight when we go back to the singing sword, can we have a discussion about constables? I just... I feel like there's some discussion that we need to have about how this partnership works between the good constable and the bad constable. No, I think he nailed it perfectly. I think you were the one who was off, Malamar. Lance? <laughs> <laughs> we can have as many conversations as we need. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the Jank Squad, you have two possible ways before you. The secret staircase going downwards or the uh, revealed um, staircase going upwards, which the three uh, individuals had descended from as well. Well, nothing unimportant's ever been hidden behind a secret staircase, so I feel like the secret staircase? There, There's a DM part of my brain that's thinking maybe something valuable upstairs would help us downstairs, mm. but is that metagaming? Not if we take a quick look around and come right back down. Yeah, if you want, we could go <laughs> back up real quick. Well, especially That's perception high. People Splitting the party is always super great. Go. I'll be right back. I'll just head upstairs real, real quick. Okay, don't get attacked or die. Okay, we killed all the people in here already. Hopefully, maybe. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Fleeple has the other sending stone, right? I have one I of them. I have one. I think you have the other oh. one. No, I have it right now. Oh, okay. Lance oh, yeah, because I gave me. you one because... I forgot who had the second. Is it Lance or Fleepo who has I remember the confiscating a sending stone from somebody. I think it was Malamara. No, we we got, we got, we bought two of we them. We bought the one, the walkie-talkie stones. With with the quick conversation between the three of you, you're able to sort out who is the sending stones and give them to the appropriate people. Oh, look, hey, it's right here. I got it. Head upstairs and see what I can find. Uh, stealthy, not stealthy? Uh, might as well be stealthy. All right, go and roll a stealthy check. Because stealth has gone so well for me so far today. Oh, that's a 21. Hey. 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 Let me describe to you what you see. Bad news is what I see. The scents of salted meat and dried fruit fill this area. <sighs> we said the wrong person. <laughs> Bookcases built into the stone wall 
and fonted by wood and glass doors are stuffed full of rations. Huge windows seal off a pair of alcoves set into the tower walls with it, and an inward curving wall between the staircases has an iron door at its center. The ceiling is braced by four pillars between which are a set of four pairs of stocky wooden chairs facing inward. Each chair is bolted to the floor and fitted with two lengths of rope. Four of these chairs have people in custodial uniforms tied to them. Two half-orcs, a half-elf, and a dwarf. None of them appear to see or hear you flapping your weems, walking up, crawling up, you appear to be hidden. Hmm. I'm going to do a little backtrack down the stairs. There are four people up there, and I'm amazed that they didn't hear us killing their friends. The... Wait, Thomas, you said they're tied up. They're tied into the chairs, yes. This could be a way to maybe get some information, except Macadamia Nuts here was very uncooperative. Well, it's weird. If they came from that way... They knew these people were tied up. I would assume they did it then. You think those three overpowered these guys up here? Something. Maybe they think they're the true custodians and... The people upstairs must be really weak if they got overpowered by that trio. I know, they weren't very strong. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, we could go ask them, like, hey... I mean, they're tied up. Hey. They can't really do anything. Hey. They'd be like, hey, how hey, is you buddy? Going? Like, hey, why are you tied up? And then they can give us an answer. And if we don't like it, then we're going to be like, okay, bye. You know, and <laughs> just leave them tied up. All right. Uh, I'll start heading upstairs. Yeah. I'll I'll go. Okay. Also stealthy or... Um, yeah, yeah, cautiously, but I... Cautiously, but not stealthily, Cautiously, right? I normal. I don't think stealthy, no. We don't need to be stealthy. We're not going to like... <laughs> What are you doing here? Like, as they're tied up, you know, like, just surprise them in stealth. Yeah. Uh, come around the corner. Hey, hey, buddies, you look pretty tied up over there. How's it going? What, why are you tied up? One of the half-orcs goes, Who are you? Wait a minute. You weren't sent by Stonky? These are imposters. They're, they're intruders here. Oh, we weren't sent by Stonky. We were we were sent by Mr. Sternmetal. Oh, the traitor. Okay, the goodbye. traitor nice Sternmetal. Okay, bye. So, this half-orc, Donkey Biscuit. Oh, my gosh. Why are they tied up? Even though they're yelling at you and berating you, they are not moving. They are unarmed, and they cannot move other than slight wriggles in their chair and you see all four of them are tied down very firmly to each of their seats and these are very thick wooden chairs and all of them are tied very securely into the chairs themselves hmm i get a feeling these guys are waiting for some kool-aid or something um yeah, I'm uh, I'm cool ditching. I'm cool yeah. going downstairs. I don't feel like I need to engage you, with these guys. Uh, may, I, may I ask why why are you tied up here? The dwarf duckbean. Uh, you don't need to tell me. Anything. Well, you just wait. You just wait for what's coming for you. All right. You just wait. Stonky will bring the pain. He will bring the glory to us, and you will all suffer as a result. 
Okay, so Heaven's Gate scenario going on. Jonestown. Okay, I'm going. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, uh, it's been nice talking to you, I say, as I've been cleaning all of the rations out of the shelves into my own satchel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey! The second half orc. Hey, wait a minute. Stop that. Leave it there. You stop that. You put it back. Hey? Don't you, don't you pick up that cheese. You do not. You put that down. Oh, but it's, a, it's Brunost. I haven't seen any of this so far in our journey. Oh. When Stonky comes, it won't matter anyway, you know? Exactly. You guys have fun up here. We're going to go downstairs and eat some eat some cheese. Have fun. And he'll, at the second half work, Goat Beat, he goes, Donkey Biscuit, they just took all of our food. And he goes, yes, I see that they took all of our food, Goat Beat, okay? There's not much we can do about it right now. We're, 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 we're tied down, all right? There's, we'll have to figure it out and trust that Stonky will take care of it. Yeah, all right. Yes, have fun being tied up. Stonky will take care of us. No, Don't worry. All oh, praises bye-bye. to Stonky. All right. Uh, now, before you guys leave, I just wanted to make a note um, that there are steps leading upwards to another room. And there is a door on the west side here that is closed. So there is more to explore up or in this on this level if you wanted to. Hmm, what you say? I still think we go down the secret tunnel. I like secret tunnels. Here, I'm gonna, I will, real quick, this will maybe help us. I'm going to, real quick, to the tied up individuals, to notice these kind of doorways. To be like, hey, um, so we already found the secret way behind the bookshelf. We pulled the book and, you know, it opened up and everything. Is there anything we need up here that could help us down there? And as I ask that and hear their answer, I want to, like, check. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully going to be insightful to what they're, if they're trying to cover something up or not. Yes. Go ahead and roll an insight check then. Man, my rolls are stinky. That's 11. 11. As you are trying to read micro expressions between the four of them, it's hard to read if like they're looking to a specific direction. They all just like erupt at once in rhetoric. You foul creatures, you don't know the foulness that, 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 that you've messed with, that you've, you've interpreted it, it, and just like, it's, it's nonsense. You're unable to gather much, to gather what you would like from this interaction, unfortunately. Okay. I'm divided. Half of me wants to go secret tunnel, half of me wants to explore, but I also know if we keep exploring, we might run into other people we have to fight who aren't tied up. I think we need to go check out the secret tunnel. I like a secret tunnel. Let's do it. Secret tunnel time. Great. So you go back down, leaving the four individuals yelling at you, uh, yelling amongst themselves, unable to stop you in any way. Can you go down the secret tunnel? As you descend down these stairs, they uh, also go spiraling down. This is a massive statue. Yes, this is a massive statue. And you feel the temperature change and you do go underground as... uh, Fleeple and Lance, you recall the schematics do talk about something being underground here. As you go down this staircase, you come to a landing some 30 feet below where you were currently already on the previous floor. Uh, who's first, by the way? Is it Lance, Fleeple, Mal? Not Mal. All right, Mal's in the back, we should say. We'll keep it the same order. <laughs> just uh, just not sneaky. Fleeple, Fleeple, you're first, Lance, and then Mal. Great. 
is you go down to this section, there are, at the bottom of the stairs, it's a 30-foot diameter room again, um, because uh, it's all circular from top to bottom here. Now, four 10-foot-long metal cylinders protrude from this 20-foot-high ceiling, glowing with intense heat and shedding bright embers that rain down on the floor. So, in addition to that, four mechanical constructs resembling wolf-sized, dog-headed cockroaches march in a circle around the perimeter of the cylinders. As you get to the bottom of the floor, though, none of them seem to be rushing at you or attacking you currently. On the east side, there are double doors. On the north side, there is a collapsed wall and the uh, same thing with the s south wall. But the area which the four creatures, mechanical creatures, are walking around, the room in that area, but all over the room, uh, are covered in scorch marks that grow darker and more intense closer to the center which these creatures are walking around. Two sections of wall, as I mentioned previously, have crumbled, one of them on the staircase and opposite, and near the foot of the stairs is an iron double door that stands closed currently. These little critters make me uncomfortable and I would like to make them stop doing what they are doing. I say we just don't touch them and just go through the door. So can we just like skirt around the outside of the wall and just go through these doors? Real quick, wait. Uh, Mickey, is your eyes, your magic eyes, are they a spell slot or you just can do it? I can do it, it's an invocation. Yeah, Lance will then ask Malamana, do you might want to check to see what's magical in here? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Mal will blink a couple of times, and her eyes turn from a pale yellow to a bright yellow as she casts the invocation. Each of these creatures are obviously magical as they walk around, as they are magical constructs. Um, there is some magic in some of the collapsed wall areas as well, um, and a slow pulsing in each of these tubes, but it's very faint and not, it's not the focus of your attention necessarily. What class of magic is the collapsed walls and the tubes? So the collapsed walls and the creatures are of the same magic, which is... Transmutation? Yeah, we'll say it's transmutation. It might be something else, but for now it is transmutation in my mind. Um, and the four tubes, very faintly, like I said, it's not your focus at all, but it does speak of evocation. Oh, good. Uh, so the tubes are explodey magic, and the constructs and the walls might be transmutation. It's, it's hard to tell exactly what it is. I, th I say we just skirt around these creatures and go through these doors. I don't... I don't think we need to disturb them unless you guys really want to. Well, they disturb me, but I suppose we can avoid disturbing them. Let's skirt our way through. All right. As you go to the double doors, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mal, you go, since you're leading this, you touch the double doors, and as you touch them, all four of the creatures stop and turn to you and just face you. Quick, doors! Hi, buddies, don't mind quick us. Quick through the doors, <laughs> quick through the doors is your reaction. Roll initiative, everybody. <laughs> that was my reaction. Quick through, quick the, through the doors. doors. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> if we're fast, they won't know. <laughs> they could get trapped on the side of the door. You don't know. We're too fast for you. <laughs> oh, that was great. All right. Initiative? I don't have to fight dog yeah. roaches. Great. No. I say we go through the door. Quick through the door. Well, he said roll initiative. Oh, they're bad guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. The yeah. dog roaches uh, are not allies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Quick through the doors. It's like when you come across your kid who's, like, eating something they're not supposed to, and you're like, what are you doing? And they're like, there's that split second, and then it's like, I could stop, or I could shove it all in my mouth real quick. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I we have just toddlers. That's McKay to a T. I have toddlers. That is what we Quick, just through the did. Through the doors. <laughs> and they won't say, like, <laughs> like, just think of, like the dog road just being like, oh, they already went through the doors. Dang it. <laughs> That is not the first time we've done that in this campaign. That was That's not in the true. first time we we've did done like, that in the past several like episodes of this campaign. We totally bypassed a water monster. Yeah. <laughs> just going quickly through doors. That's true. Initiative, everybody. Uh, Fleeple. I got an 18. Uh, I also got an 18. Finally rolled okay with initiative. I got a 13 this time. Okay. Lance or Fleeple, you were first. I'll allow you, uh, whichever wants to go first, I will allow you guys to decide. Yeah, uh, I would like to go quick through the door. <laughs> I would also okay, like to go good. quick through the door. I can't. Okay. At the same time. You guys keep leaving now. You took. You gave us the rooms. orders. You quick through ordered the door, this. We're doing it. You chose this now. <laughs> no. What happened? No. Oh, no, I didn't have roll 20 up. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So, oh, what is this? As you go, as you go quick through the door, <laughs> let me read to you. <laughs> you take care of that guy. I'll slaughter these guys in here. We will have just super consistent throughout this whole campaign. Beyond the double door is a dark, twenty-foot-wide hallway with three iron doors leading off of it, meaning there are three rooms from this hallway that you could explore as well. However. Out of the darkness in front of you comes a giant wingless anthropod 10 feet tall and 30 feet long. The creature's head has two long feelers and multifaceted eyes, and its carapace gleams with a silvery sheen. Its tapered body swishes from side to side as it crawls toward you. You have only spent 15 feet of your movement. Uh, hi, hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> back to the door, back, back to the door, back, back to the door, back to the door. No, I, I'm going to move 15 feet closer to this giant cockroach. Great. Sleep up. The entire time. Hi, hello, how's it going? You're going to be my best friend, and I'm going to cast Polymorph on this thing. Ah, all right. And uh, as you cast, reach out and cast Polymorph on this, you realize as you expend the spell slot and the magic reaches forward to take shape that there's no creature there to Polymorph. It's fake. It's an illusion. And you go, wait a minute. What? 
And uh, as the magic pulses through, um, the image of this creature, like a mirage, shifts in front of you as it continues to run at you. But you, casting a spell, realize this is but an illusion in front of you. Ah, there we go. Uh, uh, My fourth level spell slot destroyed the beast. It's not real. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) You... All right. Uh, so that's your action and movement. Uh, you still have a bonus action if you'd like to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am going to turn to my friends and just let them know that this thing is an illusion and that they're okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. The bug won't hurt you. Great. All right, Lance, your turn as well. You're going through the door, yeah. yes? As I hear him like from the other side saying, don't worry, nothing's real over here. I'm just going to open the door and be like, what's not? <laughs> what? And just freak out at this thing in front of me. And are these are these little side things that are in this hallway uh, that we can see on the map? Are those doors? Iron doors. Those are doors. There are yep, other iron doors. doors. Lance is just going to look at this thing. Look at Fleeple, who just said it's not real. <laughs> like, where? are we right now and let's be like okay and we'll just try to go for one of the doors all right one there's just the closest one on the south side then sure yeah so with your 30 feet movement you can get there and then with your interact which is not your action not your bonus action it's just an interaction you open the door or rather the door opens you <laughs> it was a door as we opened yes along you the open way. the door and let me. It was the doors we opened along the way. It was the, the doors way. we opened along the way. Mm-hmm. So, Lance, quickly, as you look into this room, a stone forge stands at the back of this dark room, which contains four stone tables, apparently meant to serve as workstations. Smith's tools are spread across the tables, protective aprons and helmets hang from hooks on the walls, and pieces of sheet metal and weapons are stacked up in the corners of the room. That's what you're able to gather with the six seconds that you look in here. That's your only your movement. You still have your action and bonus action. Well, I will bonus action dash to the next room. <laughs> All right, 5, 10, 15, 20. All right, so you have 10 more movement. I'll allow you to open it if you'd like. This is on the north side, past Fleeple here. A five foot diameter well enclosed by a two-foot-high stone rim, stands in the center of this room. An iron lever juts up from the floor next to the well, resting in a position that points it toward the door. And you have 10 feet of movement. You still have your action, technically, but 10 feet of movement and an action. I will use my 10 feet of movement and an action to trust my friend Fleeple, run through the cockroach to the last door. (laughs) <laughs> terrified you and you just charge the cockroach which is massive 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 and then the final room here so you go to one door kick it open you go to the other room kick it open and then the final room you go over and you kick it open <clears throat> 
Eight lanterns hang from the ceiling of this spacious workshop, filling the area with light and shadow. Marble moldings and columns embellish the stone walls, while the far wall is made of riveted iron plates with an iron door set in the middle of it. A copper sign bolted to the door reads, Control Room, in the common language. The room contains five stone tables that hold unfinished mechanical constructs, all in various stages of completion. Components and parts are scattered across the tables on the floor. Skittering around in the debris are three creatures that look like oversized dog-headed cockroaches made of articulated metal. Do they look at me? As you kick open the door, they three the three of them look up at you and kind of cock their head. And we're going to throw them into the initiative. Oh, great. This big cockroach next to me, is it making noise or is it just like standing there moving around? It's charging fleeple, but it is making uh, it is making some noises. That is creepy. And it okay. is moving towards fleeple. All right. Cool. Um, I am just going to be there because I've, I've used everything. Yes. 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 All right. Okie dokie. So, after Fleeple and Lance, we have what are called the Skitterwigs are going to take their turn. Two of them run up to Mal, since they are the she's the only one left in the room, uh, and they are going to attack you. So the first one runs up, and they are going to do a bite and a tail attack. Ooh, the bite misses. It only gets a 9 to hit, but the tail attack gets a 24 to hit, which... I assume hits. Sure does. So that is going to be oh, only four p- points of piercing damage. However, you do take nine points of lightning damage as a result of it. Oh, okay. Ow. And I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh my gosh. Is this just one creature's bite and, a ta- and tail, or is one doing a bite just, and one doing a tail? It was just one tail. Oh. That was only a uh, 13. 13. As you get rocked by this lightning, you are stunned until the end of your next turn. Oh, it's next turn. Thanks for leaving me, guys. You told us (laughs) we did what you said. I'm just saying. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) This is not the first time I've been left behind. And Lance, 15, 20, the other one uh, in front of you scuttles up to you. Just one of them? Just one of them scuttles up to you, but they only get an eight and a nine on the bite and tail attack, and they're blocking the doorway, so the other two are unable to approach you at this time. So you, they bite, you dodge out of the way. They whip their tail, you dodge out of the way, and you see lightning crackle from the tail. Um, you are lucky to dodge out of there. Now, Mickey, unfortunately, or Mal, unfortunately, it is your turn, but... You are stunned, and the stun condition means you cannot take actions, bonus actions, or movement, I believe. Yes. Just double-checking that. Uh, I, I have it in my DM, DM's shield, which I'm pulling from Ned. I'm pulling a Ned, which is a good thing, because it's actually it's using your DM very shield. useful information. <laughs> yeah, actually using my DM shield. Uh, but yes, unfortunately, Yeah. incapacitated until the end of its next turn, so... Cool, cool, um, cool. And that leaves these other two to 
crawl over you now that you are incapacitated and try to get to Fleeple. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. They just get within range of you, Fleeple, and they're also going to try and bite and whip their tails at you. Does a 14 hit with a bite? 14 misses. Oh, and then the other one was a natural one, so that the tail misses as well. Now the second skitterwig is going to do the same. A 15? 15 misses. Oh, so the second one bites with a 15, misses, and then the tail comes out with only a nine and misses you as well. So you, and uh, so these skitterwigs can't get a hold of you. And so we go to the next round of combat with Lance or Fleeple. Uh, whichever one wants to take their turn. Oh, and then the other two, they they crawl up to the right behind the leader, Lance, but they can't quite get to you because of this choke point of you in front of the doorway. And uh, so only one of them could try to get to you at a time if you were to stay right here. Um, no, so we go to either Lance or Fleeple. You have the same initiative. You can choose which one go first. Go ahead, Ned. Let's... Uh test the uh, durability of these little skitterwigs with another third level thunder wave I guess. Alrighty sounds good. That's a constitution saving throw. 14 or? DC 16. 16. Thank you. I figured it had to be higher. Oh, one of them got a natural 20. And the other one got a 15. So they fail. That is 18 thunder damage. 18 thunder damage. So one of them only takes nine. Okay. And the one that failed, they get flown back 10 feet, right? Correct. Okay, boom. So you only have one within your five foot range here. And because they get flown back against the wall here, I'm going to say they take uh, an additional three points of bludgeoning damage. I like environmental damage, but... Um, so they take an additional three as they get flown backwards a little bit towards the door, but mostly towards the wall um, with your third level thunder wave. Well done. That was a mighty blow against the two of these. Um, that's your action, I believe. That it is. They're both still alive. Oh boy. They both are still alive. Yes. I'm going to bonus action, ritual of mistletoe, heroism on myself. Okay. So I'm the only one I can reach with that. <laughs> Sounds good. And that gives you temporary hit points, right? Yep. Every, at the start of each of my turns, I will gain four temp HP. Nice. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and staying put where you're at? Yeah, I don't want any opportunity attacks from this thing. Yeah, I think that's that's wise for you. Lance, we'll jump on over to you with the one skitterwig right in front of you. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I don't want to back up at all because if I do, I release the choke point and more will show. So I'm just going to stand there and just like seeing kind of what's happening to Fleeple and like realizing like, holy crap, I got three of these things, but yet I somehow have a little control over the situation. Will take out my short sword and dagger and just start chopping away at this thing. All right, go ahead and roll with your short sword first. That is, dang it, that's not good, that's 10. 10, that's a miss, you clank against its armor. Um, the metallic uh, exoskeleton of this dog cockroach thing. Uh, that's your short sword, second yep. one. 
Dagger, not much better. It's the Dagger of Venom, but I'm not releasing the Venom for it. Uh, it's going to be a 15. 15 is a miss, unfortunately. Oh, so these things are strong. And bonus action. Yep. And that is leaving you with your movement, which you are choosing to forego. I'm going to stand my ground. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Well, we drop down to the other ones, the ones that are against Malamara. Malamara, um, you are stunned. And so the uh, they are going to try to attack and bite and whip a tail at you and as well. They both get advantage on their attacks for incapacitated. They do. So the first bite is going to be 22 to hit. That hits. 10 points of piercing damage to you. And the tail attack is a natural 20. Oof. Which is 12 points of piercing damage. Doubled? That is doubled. That is the double. Okay. But then also lightning damage. 18 points of lightning damage as well. And because you're already stunned, you can't be double stunned. So so they, they can't stun you right now. They're just attacking you. All right, so that was the one Skitterwig. The second rolled a rolled a 13 for the bite with advantage. That fails. But then the tail is a 24 to hit still. So that is going to be, oh, four points of piercing damage and 10 points of lightning damage right there. Okay. And at the end of their turn, Mal, you you break free of your stunned condition being like gosh that killed that really hurt but uh lance the one in front of you is going to go now Mm. and is going to bite and tail attack you that's a 18 to hit with the bite that does hit and a 16 to roll hit with the tail that meets my armor class so that's also a hit okay Okay, so the bite, you take six points of piercing damage there. And then with the tail, you get seven points of piercing damage. And for your lightning damage, you get 10 points of lightning damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw as well. I'll, also, I'll do uncanny dodge for the tail. Great. So that halves, so that was 10 to five. And what was the piercing for the tail? Six points of piercing damage. But I need you to roll a constitution saving throw, please. Yes. That is 21. 21. You are not stunned for the full round, thankfully. So you feel the lightning course through you and you grip the side of the door and you're ah! But you push through it and you maintain your composure. You are not stunned, thankfully. Mal, it is now your turn. You have these two skitterwigs by you. You see Fleeple engaged with one. He knocked the other one with a spell. It is your go. What would you like to do with your turn? Shaking off the effects of that lightning, her hands start to gather that inky blackness and she slams her hand into the ground and casts Arms of Hadar on those two bugs on either side of her. Nice, and that's strength saving throws? Yes. They both rolled the same thing. That's a 10. Both of them fail. (laughs) Yeah, they do. So we're going to take 12 points of necrotic damage. 
And... 12 points and necrotic damage. My bonus action, Mal will fall to her hands and knees and will enter a rage using the totem of the bear. Nice. Which gives me her resistance to all damage, except for psychic. Yes. <laughs> That'll be good for you. And as she stands back up, she pounds on her chest twice and takes out her sword and stares down the dog cockroaches on either side of her. Excellent. Sounds good. Uh, we will jump to the cockroaches uh, right in front of Fleeple. Fleeple, you have two that are going to be attacking you. The first one right in front uh, with a bite and a tail attack. The bite is only a 13 to hit, which I believe is a miss. Correct. But the tail does hit with an 18, I believe. That it does. All right. So the piercing is going to be nine points of piercing damage and 10 points of lightning damage. And you, I will also need you to roll a constitution saving throw, please. That's an 18. Oh, you succeed. You are not overcome with the stunning uh, condition this time by this skitterwig. The other one that you knocked back or that was prone stands up, takes half of its movement, and uh, let's see, what is its movement? Okay, so 30, so it has 15. So it can still make it to you just uh, right next to you with half of its movement uh, being 15. It is also going to attack. The bite is a... 23 to hit. That does it. Which I believe hits. And that damage, ooh, only going to be six points of piercing damage for that one. And then the tail, it whips around and you actually catch it and you throw it to the ground in frustration with these uh, creatures just attacking is a natural one, so it's a total miss. So no damage to you there. The other two skitterwigs are anxious to push through this current skitterwig to get to you, Lance, but they cannot. That is going to be their turn. And with the Jank Squad taking on three separate pockets of skitterwigs here, having seen through the illusion of the cockroach, having been to the bottom of this tower, the secret tunnel, so to speak, and Mal finally overcoming her stunned uh, Fleeple, um, throwing back these uh, creatures, these enemies, and Lance at a choke point, holding the three at bay. We'll have to see what happens next time on I Cast Fireball. Oh boy, fun times, fun times. We didn't step in it. That was 67 points of damage to me in that round. (laughs) Holy crap. Man, I got a natural 20 there. I was not expecting that (laughs) and for you to get stunned. That wasn't even even the most damage. Wasn't even the natural 20. Oh, man. Fun times. Well. Yeah, failing saves is never a good time. Oh, man, yeah, that's brutal. Uh, we will see uh, what the Jenk Squad has um, to pull out of this situation for they have some pretty powerful moves that are yet that uh, that will be upcoming in the next episode. So we will have to tune in to the next step of this battle and this adventure on the next episode of I Cast Fireball. Ned, 
Mickey, Jacob, as always, thank you for playing tonight. And you listeners, thank you for tuning in and for supporting the Jank Squad and iCast Fireball. If you like what we're doing here, please leave a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. It lets us know that you like what we're doing, gets us into other people's recommended feeds who will also like what we're doing, and it gives good suggestions on what you what you'd like to see in future episodes as well. Uh, if you want to leave something a little bit longer, go ahead and shoot us an email, iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear about your current campaigns. Have you run through this part of the adventure that's been published by Wizards of the Coast? And how did it go with your players and adventurers? Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback on possible episodes that we can do, things that you like, uh, what we can do to interact with you as more, what type of merch you'd like to see in the f- possible future. Uh, shoot us an email out there or you can get in touch with us via our social media outlets instagram facebook twitter youtube all of those at icastfireball20 to give your suggestions and to spread the love with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers as always we want to shout our sister podcast out uh improv tabletop they have a fantastic season two going into the avatar the last airbender world this is pre-avatar ang though in the kiyoshi area it is fun it is fantastic it is lovely they are doing a new tabletop system over there which is just i'm just incredibly excited for i played in the one shot during that era and i just am so excited to see where ned and the players take the journey from here it is just it, just go give them a listen and don't forget to leave them a five-star review you got you got to listen to them they're, they're just fantastic and now a message from our friends at the tomes of the chaos bard podcast Our story starts in the land Caleth, where a goblinoid power is rising in the north with contention in its wake. We follow our intrepid heroes who I have called to bring balance to the chaos. Our fearless leader, Roscoe. So you're the leader of this group. Well, that's what they tell me. Our lady with one body and two minds, Lila and Garatha. There are two of us here. They're very distinct personalities, but... Never, never dull moment, never lonely, that's for sure. Our timid Henley. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Mm. <laughs> Our adventurous Fenrir. And he's going to start making his way, but he wants to be playing songs. <laughs> <laughs> and our wise Boudreaux. Once upon a time, they'd be human, and then they turn into a scary animal, and that's why you call them where, because you don't know where the human went. Tomes of the Chaos Bard, an actual play D&D podcast with original songs and music. A podcast for all ages. You can find us on any major podcast platform and YouTube. I am Solemn the Chaos Bard. Come, join us as we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. (laughs) Bye! Uh, Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. But until next time, I'm Tom DM, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, everybody, and we'll see you all next time.